So there is a lot of people that are in the health space, women's health advocates or, you know, experts who advertise animal products, who literally say it's impossible to be healthy <laughs> without eating animal products. Occasionally here and there, there is all of a sudden breaking news. Actually, we do need eggs or actually we do need dairy to have... Look at who the hell is actually financing that. Thank you. Who is behind that? Because they're pushing an agenda on you. They're doing it for a reason. They're not doing it because it's actually healthy. I'm not making any money by telling you guys, go plant-based, eat vegan, you're going to feel better. The animals will thank you. It's better for the environment. I don't make a dime from you guys going vegan. Meanwhile, these industries have everything to lose. What the hell is up, you guys? My name is Jamie Logan, and today I am here with Jessica Carwatt, all the way from Germany, and she is a vegan health coach, and she specializes in vegan nutrition, and today we're going to talk all about health, wellness, we're going to really get into hormones, you know, different imbalances that people can have, why a vegan diet is healthier, how it can help your skin, so on and so forth, and welcome to my apartment. We're not in the studio today, so thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. We connected through Instagram a few weeks ago and I just absolutely love what Jessica's up to. She's going to share her story with us, how she made the connection and ultimately like how veganism has benefited her life. And so you were saying before that this is not just about the health aspect of it. It's amazing that a plant-based diet can really just make you feel so much better uh, in, in many different ways, but you're an ethical vegan at your core. So for those people that don't know you, why don't you just give us a general overview and introduction? Yeah, sure. So uh, for sure, I'm an ethical vegan. And that's when we started talking. <laughs> what I get a lot of times from people is, uh, you know, because I'm a vegan health coach, the vegan diet is not a diet, which I get. But actually, for me, I'm grateful that it started with my health, because if I wouldn't have struggled with my health, I probably wouldn't be vegan at this point, right? And so what happens to me, uh, if you want me to share my story a little bit. Please, please. And guys, bring them in where you can. I think health is a really great way to bring people into our movement. That can attract them first and then hit them with the animal rights facts. <laughs> exactly. So for me, it was really, um, as I was sharing also initially, I was in birth control for, I would say, around six years or so. And I split up with my ex-boyfriend I was like let me try to take a break by the way birth control ladies if you don't have to take it don't do it it's one of the worst things you can do uh, for your body and so I ended up getting off birth control and I had the worst symptoms ever like my skin broke out I had irregular cycles you know digestive problems all of the things that you can imagine and so I ended up for three years struggling on my own and I was already very healthy I was already working out I was already eating the healthy not vegan stuff but you know like the lean chicken and like the vegetables and you know the cheeses the light cheeses like the stuff that people consider healthy <clears throat> and so for three years I struggled I went to doctors naturopaths I took pills <clears throat> excuse me my voice um, and nothing was working, nothing was working. And at some point, you know, when you're a young woman, your skin is breaking out like hell. It looked horrible, really. And I know how it is to be a young woman wanting to go date, wanting to go out. I would cover my skin up 
uh, you know, my face up with so much makeup. If someone would have knocked on my door and I wouldn't have makeup on, I wouldn't open it. That's how bad it was for me. Like I would cry every single day because of, you know, how my skin looked like. And I just remember at some point I was done. I was like, okay, I'm not going to go to anyone anymore to tell me what I need to do. I have to figure it out myself. So I started researching and I don't even know what I found, but I found some vegan women who told, you know, the audience that they went vegan or they went plant-based, however you want to call it. And their skin started to clear up. And I was like, that's interesting. I thought I already eat healthy. So why, you know, what's the connection here? So I got it like the whole evening. I remember it was the whole evening, me just watching videos, binging videos. And then I got into the videos that are the most painful to watch, which I remember it was um, an animal slaughter video and like piglets and how they were treated. And I again, chills. It's, it's like now six years that I'm vegan and I just had chills all over my body. I just started sobbing and crying. And I always considered myself an animal lover. Mm. And here I am watching that stuff. And I'm like, this is not normal. This is not okay. So got into watching Earthlings for 20 minutes. Obviously could not, you know, watch more than 20 minutes. Cried again. And that's when I went vegan overnight. Oh my God. Overnight. I was like, I, I remember I had like, olives with anchovies in it that I had left and like cheese and some couple of things that I gave you know to the person I was living with I'm like you can have this overnight went vegan within two to three months my skin cleared up guys it cleared up and now my mom when she saw me because she was as frustrated as me she tried to help me so much to you know to to she bought me so many products she paid so much money when she saw me and she visited me back then she's like what did you do I'm like, I went vegan. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that to me, and I wasn't even a healthy vegan. Like I was eating junk food, guys. Like, you know, I don't know if that happened to you, but when I went vegan, I was like, wait, there's vegan donuts. And like, like, you know, being super excited about being vegan. So I tried all of that kind of stuff. And that's kind of how it happens. So, yeah. You bring up so many points in this that I want to hit on. Number one, birth control. Same thing happened to me when I went off my pill birth control I ended up getting really bad acne broke out had mood swings I feel like the pill also made me gain a little bit of weight what was nice about it was my boobs did get bigger so when I went off of it I was like god damn that sucks but so you were number number one going through a hormonal imbalance number two the dairy that you were eating was causing inflammation breakouts we can also kind of get into the science behind it of why and how dairy makes you break out and also how these hormones affect our bodies as people that that is what Jessica is going to break down for us but it's very similar I had a very similar experience to you and when I went vegan I um, noticed that my skin cleared up but I actually went on the birth control pill when I was 16 and then went off of it once I was vegan and I still broke out from it but then once I reset my hormones, I don't exactly know how I did it, but I think just 
we could talk about foods that help with that your body but. regulates itself after a while too but okay. for some people it takes forever you <sighs> know and that's what 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 it did to me like now i help my clients transition off of birth control the smoothest way possible but a lot of people don't know how to do that and that was me i didn't know how to transition off of birth control i thought i'm just gonna stop taking it and eventually it's gonna all figure itself out and that was one of the worst things i could have done because if you're on birth control your body does not produce and of course it depends which birth control but let's say we're talking about the pill right here which is like the general thing that most people have been on at some point in their life or are on at the moment right and if you're on the pill your body does not produce the natural hormones estrogen and progesterone so your body has synthetic hormones you're pretty much suppressing ovulation which ovulation is one of the healthiest things for your body right your body needs to ovulate if you ovulate you have a healthy body if you don't ovulate that is you know, a pretty bad sign because then something is off. And so mm. what is ovulation for people that don't know? Ovulation is pretty much the easiest way to say your body preparing itself for a possible pregnancy. And that's what female bodies do every single month. Mm. Right. And so if you're in birth control, obviously you do not want to get pregnant. And in this in this case, your body is like the pill is suppressing ovulation. And so once you get off of it, all of a sudden, all of these hormones are starting to, you know, come back and your body's like, what the hell is happening? I haven't had, you know, you know, like uh, estrogen in my body for however long. All of a sudden, progesterone comes into place. Your body feels completely out of whack. And on top of that. Um, birth control can act like antibiotics in your body, which means you can eat as healthy as you want. Your body is not absorbing the nutrients as well than if you were off of birth control because it acts like antibiotics. And what do antibiotics do? They they kill the good and the bad, you know, uh, bacteria in your body. So the same thing happens on birth control. So many women are depleted when they get off birth control. And so what you got got to do is eat the right foods and know how to um, nourish your body the best way possible. Well, what everybody was telling me when I went off my pill and I wasn't getting my period, I was breaking out. They were like, are you sure it's not because of veganism? They're like, it's definitely your vegan diet. Your iron is low. You're breaking out. You're you're not eating enough. You're kind of like on the thin side. They're like, it's definitely has to do with veganism. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how there are Obviously, you can get nutrients from animal-based foods, but how that also comes with a whole load of other issues from hormones and different chemicals and, and mercury from fish. And when you properly combine plant-based foods, you can get all the essential nutrients that you need. So the thing with a, with a vegan diet is, and I was initially saying this to you as well, when I first went vegan, I didn't feel good. And yes, my skin cleared up, but because I didn't know how to eat, I was eating things that weren't balanced, I would say. I was eating too Like, the problem was back then, six years ago, which is not that much time, but it's still a long time because six years ago, veganism yet wasn't that big how it is today. So there wasn't not a lot of resources. And so I followed people like Freely the Banana Girl and other people um and i thought you know i tried to follow their diets which were or are not a balanced way of eating right there is many ways that and maybe there's people who thrive on that i don't want to say you know you cannot thrive on that diet but from my experience having seen it on myself having worked with hundreds of women worldwide at this point 
it's not an optimal diet, right? So when we do... What is that diet? Like, just so people know what they're eating. Oh, so... A lot of people, especially like years ago, YouTubers, vegan influencers, who, by the way, there's many people who now blame the vegan diet and went back to eating animal products because they didn't do the right way, is like eating only raw foods, eating only fruit, eating like huge freaking salads with only vegetables, no oil, no cooked food. There's a lot of these, or there were, and still some are there, you know, influencers, people who advertise this type of diet and I thought this is a vegan diet I didn't think that you could eat differently I thought there was one person who was advocating or saying as long as it's whole foods you're not gonna gain weight that's not true too much food is also not gonna make you good right not gonna make you feel good so when I went vegan I was completely confused I was eating completely imbalanced I was probably eating too much of some things I was bloated I gained weight um and yeah, that's how I felt initially. So, so yeah. what is the right way of eating and then yeah. what did help you? Yeah, so I had to come a long way. <laughs> Lots of trial and errors because I knew there was a point where I started to question if I could do the vegan diet. And I was like, on the one hand, I love animals. I love this movement so much. I'm so behind everything. And on the other hand, I feel like shit. Like how, how am I supposed to thrive on this and I felt like a hypocrite because I was telling everyone to go vegan but then I didn't feel good myself you know and so the right way to eat after millions of trial and errors is really making sure when you when you transition to a vegan diet what happens oftentimes is you're no longer eating the meat obviously you're no longer eating the dairy you're no longer eating the eggs what if you look at like the, the nutrients that we have in meat and eggs and dairy we have protein and we have fat and many people they go on a vegan diet and think I'm just gonna eat a lot of vegetables and they do not balance their foods the right way so they're missing out on the protein they're missing out on those healthy fats and they fill up their plates with lots of carbohydrates and fiber and fiber is amazing but too much fiber it's not amazing because it will actually make you feel bloated and you if you if you eat too much fiber and your body is not able to digest it you're also missing out on nutrients like your body cannot actually absorb enough nutrients you know so what you got to do is when you transition or i still work with vegans who've been vegan for five years and have been eating this way and are confused about why they feel this way all of a sudden they do what i tell them they're like I'm no longer bloated i have all of this energy like i can eat more now um so you want to make sure you eat enough vegan protein as well, which is, you know, we have the lentils, we have the chickpeas, but we also have things like tofu, tempeh, seitan, things like that that are going to, you know, increase your protein intake because oftentimes, unfortunately, we have a, too little of that. And when you have too much, uh, too much carbohydrates, too much fiber, you're missing out on those protein sources, but also fat. Fat is really important to absorb nutrients in the body. Mm. Right, especially for us women, we need healthy fats. Half the seeds, half the oils, like the healthy oils, like you know, extra virgin olive oil, but also have the nut butters and like avocado. Maybe you know, not the best for the environment. I know people, you know, judge me because I'm a vegan eating avocados. It's like as if the meat eaters don't eat yeah, avocados. Exactly. Like, shut exactly. Up. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, um, make sure you have a balance. Like I always say, look at your plate. What's your fiber source? What's your carb source? What's your protein source? What's your fat source? 
I guarantee you when you follow this protocol, you're going to feel so much better. You're going to feel like your digestion is in a better place. You're going to have better energy. And it's also really important for hormonal health to eat like that. So. And that's amazing. And towards the end of the episode, guys, Jess is going to break down some meals and, and recipes and things that she makes daily. But before we get there, I just want to also mention that, for example, the other day, my brother, who's not yet vegan, we went out to eat and we had a whole delicious meal that was filled with vegan proteins, vegan fats, vegan carbs, but his body was not used to the amount of fiber I think that was in that food. And so we're sitting there and he's like, I don't feel so well. And I'm like, ew. (laughs) I'm like, get out of here. Like, do you need to go to the bathroom or something? So he like got up and had to like step outside. Like his stomach wasn't hurting. And this is not the first time this has happened with like one of my friends. I'm like, I take, I know I'm like, I take these people out to eat and they're like, oh, I need to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, really? Like, I feel amazing. It's because my body's used to it. And it's because their gut microbiome is literally just used to, it's used to breaking down decomposing flesh, I guess. They're not used to all of the vegetables and the nutrients and and the proteins that we have. Exactly. So for people that are transitioning, what can they do to not feel that way, maybe? Yeah. Um, I would, you know... (sighs) Try to not just eliminate the meat and all of the animal products and keep the rest on your plate because I've done again. I remember, I actually have a story to tell. I remember that was when I went vegan and I dated this guy and he was very sweet. He was like, I'm going to make you a vegan meal. And the plan was I was going to, you know, stay over at his house and he made me this like, like oven baked roasted vegetables only a plate of like sweet potato and pumpkin and like all of the best stuff oh my god I was so bloated (laughs) and imagine you have to stay at a guy's place it was the worst thing ever and I didn't understand why I was bloated I was like I'm only eating vegetables like why am I feeling this way it was hilarious thinking back I'm like oh my god this was the worst I couldn't sleep the whole night because obviously you're right next to him you're like you know I don't know what to do so guys, I get it. I can't be <laughs> passing gas on my first date it with was, this guy. It was like the second time. Yeah, I'm like, oh my God, this is just going to be horrible. I think he felt the same way though. Uh, he was like, I'm not used to this because he wasn't vegan at this mm. point. Um, anyway, long story short. So you want to make sure that like still uh, allow yourself to eat things that are not, that are a little bit more processed. And I'm not saying like eat the sugar, but like, for example, instead of grabbing the brown rice, grab the white rice, right? Because white rice is a lot easier digestible. Same thing with pasta. Instead of eating the whole grain or the lentil pasta, take the, you know, the normal you know, white pasta and then add the vegetables and add the tofu. Like this is actually a super balanced meal. You have pasta, veggies, tofu, and some olive oil. It can't be any more balanced because you have the fiber, you have the carb, you have the tofu, you have the protein and you have the fat, right? So an easy way is to just add a little bit of tofu or tempeh or any, you know, protein in there and a little bit of fat. And that's usually the easiest way to create a meal. Um, but have a look at your meal and ask yourself, is this only fiber and vegetables? Because fiber is anything from veggies, fruit, and anything whole grain, right? When we have like grains and, and oats and all of that is very fiber rich. So just make sure to ask yourself, okay, is this going to be too much? And slowly build it up. But I'm still to this day, if I eat too much fiber, 
-hmm. I'm gassy as hell too, you mm -hmm. know? So it's just my body cannot process that much. And I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. you know? And so what foods would you say are best to balance your hormones, especially as a woman? Oh, there is many. So when it comes to hormonal health, and we were speaking about this too, a lot of women still, why they follow me or why they, you know, ask me questions because there are not a lot of people who specialize in women's health that are vegan. So there is a lot of people uh, that are in the health space, women's health advocates or, you know, experts who advertise animal products, who literally say it's impossible to be healthy <laughs> without eating animal products. And it is really upsetting because thinking about where they're coming from, I get it. If you think about animal flesh, I'm not going to call it meat. I'm going to call it animal flesh. It's very close to our human body, right? So in a way, they're advocating for it because it's a lot easier digestible for us uh, because it's so close to our own body, which also even thinking about it is like, ew. <laughs> right? Like I'm like thinking about it, I'm like, this is disgusting, but okay. Atrocious. Yeah, if you think this is the right way to talk about it, go for it. And so there a lot of those vitamins and there's also you know women's health coaches that uh, or women's expert who like promote organs because organs are apparently very rich in like all of those minerals and vitamins that we need for optimal hormonal health but again I'm the living you know proof that I'm vegan and actually the vegan diet really helped me balance my hormones and when it comes to the menstrual cycle for us women, we go through different phases throughout the cycle. Like, you tell me how deep you want me to go into that stuff. <laughs> because Please I do. Forever. I'm super curious. Okay, so when it comes to women's health and the menstrual cycle, we go through four different phases, right? So it's not only a lot of people think the cycle is, oh, I'm getting my period. I get my period once a month and I ovulate somewhere in the middle and that's it. But actually, that's not true. Your hormones are constantly fluctuating throughout the month, which means your body needs different nutrients every single day. Or I wouldn't say every single day, but like every other day, depending on which phase of the cycle you're in. And so if you, um, if you don't know which phase of the cycle you're in, you might be working against your body, right? Which means you might be eating, you're like, why am I craving chocolate? Or sometimes women even crave meat because they don't get enough, you know, of those nutrients and it happens. Like I've had people who tell me like, I've been craving meat or eggs. People tell me they crave eggs, but they're just not eating balanced enough, right? Mm -hmm. And so the four phases that we have is we have the follicular, ovula ovulatory, luteal, and menstrual phase. And so thinking about those four phases, the menstrual phase is when we bleed. It's our period. It's when we lose blood. So any iron-rich foods are great. You don't have to eat freaking meat to get iron. Eat your tofu, eat your lentils, eat your chickpeas. As long as you eat a variety of fruits, vegetables, legumes, you know, vegan protein sources, you're going to be totally fine. And can't you combine certain foods together to make the absorption yes. better for iron? Yes. What are those foods? So any vitamin C rich foods, right? So for example, hummus and red bell pepper are great because red bell pepper is high in vitamin C and hummus is high in protein. So by combining that, you're automatically increasing the absorption of iron in your body, right? But generally, again, if you eat, let's say you have a huge salad, you put some tofu in there, some tomatoes, like some lemon sprinkles over, like lemon juice sprinkle, that's like perfect because you have the vitamin C and then you have the tofu, which is the protein source, right? Um, 
And for example, in the phase, in the follicular phase, which is the phase that starts right after your period is over, your body is starting to uh, prepare for ovulation. So anything that is fermented, for example, is really good, right? Fermented foods that like, it's all vegan. If you think about it, sauerkraut, pickles, uh, kimchi, kombucha, all of that is great because it's priming your gut microbiome to help you absorb the nutrients better, as well as if you have excess estrogen, to flush that excess estrogen out, right? So as you can see, there's many different ways. So if there are cravings, your body is literally just wanting you to look at the nutrients, not necessarily a specific food. So even if you crave chocolate, actually just, that's just a sign that your body might be deficient in magnesium. So you just gotta mm. eat magnesium-rich foods, right? No need to kill and torture an animal. We just don't need to do it. Absolutely. And, you know, it's super interesting because I'm always wondering, I'm like, why am I being a bitch today? It's like, well, maybe because my hormones are off, you know? And so listening to our bodies more, seeing what it is that we may need, less of what we don't need. And I think, you know, when we talk about vegan diet, we know that veganism is not a diet in itself because you could eat a whole range of foods as a vegan. There's no one way of eating. But plant-based, that just means that you're what you're eating is not, does not include any animal products, right? But I think making that distinction is really important uh, because as you were saying, when you first went vegan, you were like not combining your foods properly. You're like, why do I feel like this? Why don't I feel good? And so finding that balance and what works for you is super important. For me, when I feel my best, it's when I'm starting my day with some type of smoothie, green smoothie. I add a little bit of protein powder in there, add a little bit of oat milk or coconut water, depending on the day. I start off with a smoothie because it's light. I just like something more light in the morning. For lunch, I'll do anything from like a salad to a wrap to a stir fry. I really love um, different cuisines like Thai food, Indian food is really good, kind of just mixing it up. I never feel that I'm sacrificing anything on a vegan diet. And then for dinner, I'll do anything from pizzas, pastas, tofu. Last night, I just made dinner for my friends. We did rice with tofu, kale, and we made kabocha squash. I love that. And that right there was like yes. maybe $6 per person. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's, you know, I was just, while you were talking as well, I was thinking there's so many people that came to me that were not vegan, and they're like, Jess, I've seen you in Instagram. You look great. You feel great, right? Like, can you show me? And it's incredible because these women come to me. They go vegan with me. And all of a sudden, all of their hormonal health problems are gone. They no longer have PMS. They no longer have period pain. Also, these are actually signs that something is off. PMS, period pain, not normal. This is actually a big sign that something is off. And these women literally tell me, Jess, I cannot believe I have periods now without pain because they went vegan. Wow. Yeah, that's that's huge because before that they would eat dairy, which is super inflammatory in your body. Anything that causes any inflammation is one of the worst things that you can do for yourself, right? And they went vegan and all of a sudden they don't have these symptoms anymore and they feel so much better. They went vegan and they were eating properly. And my question for you is while the pill is not a good option because it changes your hormones and it literally tricks your body into thinking that you're pregnant and it really messes a lot of things up, what would you recommend as a form of birth control? Natural. <laughs> and what mm. I mean is there is this method called the FAM method. Are you familiar with that? No. It's called the fertility awareness method. And I don't wear it right now, but I have a ring um, that measures my temperature every morning 
and your temperature as a woman changes throughout your cycle and with that you're able to identify where you're on your cycle and when you're fertile that's why it's called fertility awareness method logically you can only get pregnant one day out of the month obviously there is days that build up to ovulation so you can already like sperm can survive longer in a body so you need to be careful like three to four days before your ovulation and eventually if you want to be like extra extra careful two days after but all on the other days you're not fertile you literally cannot get pregnant really yes you cannot get pregnant you only can get that's what ovulation is for Right. And so many women take birth control because they suppress it, but it's only a couple of days in the month. And so with the fertility awareness method, you're able to identify which phase of the cycle I'm in. So as I was saying, for you know, we have the follicular, ovulatory, luteal, menstrual phase. Which phase am I in? What does my body need? How can I give my body what it needs? And when am I fertile? So with my partner, I'm just extra careful around ov- the ovulatory phase, mm. right? But during all of, all of those other phases, because I know my body so well now, I know I can't get pregnant. Wow, that's amazing. I need to do this because right now I I will show you how to. (laughs) Please, I need to get the ring because right now I have an IUD and I do recommend it for people that may not want to follow that method because I really have had good success on it. I mean, there was the first time I had it inserted, my body did reject it, but it's non-hormonal. It's the copper IUD. It's just up there. And for the most part, it doesn't cause me issues. But when I went to the doctor, she said, oh, this is actually really low. She's like, you have a very small uterus. She's like, your body's expelling it. And I'm like, thank you. Like then my uterus is small, I guess. I'm like, okay, so what does this mean? Like, can I not get it in? And she's like, well, let's try it one more time. And so far I think it's been staying, but it makes me nervous because then she was like, you could have gotten pregnant and your baby, if you got pregnant, it could have been in like your tube and it could have caused a lot of issues so I was like all right maybe this is not the best option um so yeah I mean and also getting a gynecologist appointment sometimes it takes like two months yeah that's the thing um and also don't always I'm gonna be super maybe controversial but we're vegan so for people that's anyways controversial don't always listen to your gynecologist Mm -hmm. and I'm saying this really from my heart because unfortunately more, most gynecologists will tell you get on birth control because that's the best way. They, they do. Yeah. Oh, they push it. Exactly. They push it. And they, of course, they have an agenda to push probably. But they also, they're not really educating women. And that's, I've had problems with gynecologists my entire life. I would go to them. I'm like, hey, listen, I'm bleeding like out of the ordinary. Oh, that's stress. It is what it is. And I'm like, dude, my mom had a hysterectomy, which means she had her uterus taken out because she had so many fibroids and cysts because of stress and trauma that's another thing like you know that I work with it's trauma and stress and how also that affects your body but also coffee for example you know I saw you drink that coffee right there like a lot of things can actually trigger you know um, hormonal health problems and we have to really look into it. And I'm very prone to having fibroids and cysts myself but because I've done this work I'm pretty sure because I went vegan and I'm doing all of this work I haven't had these issues but 
don't always 100% trust your gynecologist. Mm-hmm. They because, do. There's an agenda. I mean, they're yeah. making money, you know, and ultimately they're brought up in this system where they're going to school. They're taught, oh, give this medicine after this medicine after that medicine instead of going to the root issue. And this also goes into the pharmaceutical industry. I mean, the meat and dairy industries are directly connected to the pharmaceutical industries because sick people are money and meat and dairy make people sick it's just a fact and they will not tell you to go vegan because veganism is unhealthy when you are as a (laughs) it's always so funny when i I haven't been to the doctor a lot actually since i went vegan but i remember if i do go they ask me what am i eating what's my diet like and i'm a vegan and they're like "Ooh, that's not good yeah what what is it and then my blood results come back they're like you actually have pretty good blood results i'm like (laughs) So what are you, what's your problem then? Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you bring up such a good point. The first experience I had when I told my pediatrician at the time that I was going vegan, she was like, oh my God. She's like, well, you have to be really careful because you might not get enough B12. You might not get enough iron protein. She's like, if you don't have enough B12 or iron, your baby could come out without a spinal cord. And I just remember like standing there and being like, what the hell? First of all, I'm not having a baby anytime soon. I'm like 18. Um, And number two, I was like, well, what about all the vegan foods that you can get B12 and iron from? Because you could take supplements with B12. B12 is a bacteria that comes from the soil that with our farming practices, you don't get enough of just from the soil and the ground because they've changed over time. But you can get it easily in in a supplement. Um, Any, even omnivores should be taking B12. Yeah. Even if you eat animal products, you should be, you're prone to a deficiency as well. And I think there's this big misconception that, oh, when you go vegan, you need to take all these supplements. And the truth of the matter is there's a lot of omnivores that are deficient in plenty of things. So as a vegan, what would you say are supplements that we should be taking or that everybody should be taking? Pretty much everybody should be taking vitamin D3. Vitamin D3, I think we've all heard it. It comes from the sun. But even today is a freaking rainy day in, day in New York. There is no sun outside. The truth is also we are spending so much time indoors at this point, right? And so we, everyone, even if you eat animals, you should be taking vitamin D3. The best one is in combination with K2 because the absorption is a lot higher, right? So that is one of the things I would always, always recommend for everyone to take. We have B12 uh, as well. And then um, another thing I personally take, you don't necessarily need to take it as a vegan if you know how to combine foods the right way. But omega-3 is something that, because I travel so much and I know you travel a lot too, you're very busy. And for me, it's, it's, just calming my mind if I take omega-3 because the thing is with omega-3 obviously we've heard probably everyone knows omega-3 comes in fish right like if you eat fish or you know sea food I think it's called I've even forgot it I don't I don't speak animal products anymore <laughs> Me I, I speak veganish I'm like I don't know seafood that's how you call it I think so <laughs> you know? um so yeah if you eat you know animals from the sea pretty much that's omega rich, you know, omega rich food, but you're pretty much eating the middleman because where do fish get it from? They get it from algae. So why not get it from algae yourself? You know, so I recommend a supplement just because you can get it through flax seeds, for example, or hemp seeds or walnuts. But 
the thing is that we also consume a lot of omega-6 fatty acids and omega-6 fatty acids are naturally part of everything if it's your peanut butter that you eat if it's the avocado that you eat and so the ratio a lot of times between omega-6 and omega-3 is too big for us vegans but also for everyone because not everyone eats fish every day so it's also kind of a myth that it's only for vegans but a lot of times the ratio from omega-6 to omega-3 is at around 25 to 1. What we want it to be is 5 to 1. Mm. Okay. And so, which means like 5 is omega 6, 1 is omega 3. Um, because to really, really make it as simple, as simply understandable as possible, your body pretty much processes both fatty acids the same way. So they're kind of fighting for each other, right? And so if you eat too much omega-6, it can be very, not very inflammatory, but it can be more inflammatory in your body. So you can take an omega-3, which I do, to make sure that I balance out my ratio because I don't want to stress about having flex seeds every single day and hemp seeds and walnuts and making sure. But if you want to, you could easily do that with your diet just by eating enough of these omega-3 rich foods right and then you just get a algae-based supplement right a vegan supplement which you can find everywhere like I literally went to Whole Foods yesterday and got myself an algae-based omega-3 supplement right and then to go a layer deeper when it comes to us women um, there are certain nutrients unfortunately we live in a world today where our food is not as nutrient dense as it used to be right and that's the truth if you don't have your own garden do not expect that like you get as much magnesium in through your food for example if you had your own food Um, and so the truth of the matter is that there are certain nutrients minerals vitamins that we women need more of and you can eat five bowls of kale every day you might still not get enough so I personally and I recommend it to all of my clients too who are women I personally supplement magnesium and zinc because these two are extremely, extremely important for your hormonal health. And unfortunately, it's almost impossible. I eat extremely nutritious food and I'm still not getting enough of it in just because, I mean, especially if you live in the States, Europe is still a little bit better, but especially if you live in the States, like I was just saying to you, my skin is breaking out here, even though I eat healthy, (laughs) you know, because the food here is so different and it's so processed and you like, I feel like there's even sugar and freaking kale when you buy it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, you know, these are the two things that I would also highly recommend as a woman to take. It has really helped me with my symptoms, my PMS, and you know inflammation in my body and would you recommend a specific brand for all of these because you know some of this shit adds up and it's like i can't be spending you know two hundred dollars a month buying this supplement and that supplement and then this is when you have the people that'll say veganism is privileged you know because you can afford to do this and that and you know my response to that is that you can really do this very budget friendly i've only saved money going vegan especially when you're eating whole foods plant-based and I personally don't take as many supplements because I feel really good right now. My blood work is fine. But there are certain ones where I'm like, okay, maybe this month I could do a little bit more B12 or a little bit more iron. And you don't have to take these every single day, you guys. I mean, if you can do it, but what is is your favorite brand to to use? I personally don't have one because I'm in Europe most of the Mm -hmm. time, right? Um, But any brand will do it. You don't have to overcomplicate it. Like you don't have to buy the most expensive thing. Um, 
you know, I don't know if you support Amazon, but sometimes it really helps me to just like look at the reviews and what are people saying, but you really don't need to buy a lot of expensive stuff. And if you're still, if you don't want to take all of this, just get yourself a good multivitamin, you know, initially and start with that. Yeah. Um, I personally am prone to deficiencies, but I've always been since I was a child on any type of diet. So I just have to be extra careful when I, you know, when I eat and, and I need to take these supplements at some points, just because I am prone to deficiencies in those areas. Uh, but some people, you know, are not. So it's also a very individual thing. And that's why blood, you know, blood work is really important to at least do once a year so that you can see what's going on, you know, um, and you can understand if you need to adjust things here and there. That's a really good point. I was anemic before going vegan. And then I went vegan and I guess I was just eating more of a variety of foods and my iron levels went up. I mean, they're still not as high as they could be, but I also don't take a supplement for it. But my favorite brand, guys, of all time is Mary Ruth's Organics. They don't know me. They don't sponsor me. But if you are listening, Mary, please do sponsor me because I love you guys. And your supplements are so tasty. Like I have these B12 gummies that I enjoy taking. They're really delicious. They're vegan, obviously, and plant-based. And they also have a gummy that's omega-3, 6, and 9. And they have gummies that are, um, that are what's it called? Um, we have B12, omega-3, 6, and 9s. And they have gummies that are vitamin D3 and K2. Okay, see, gummies is, a, is an American thing. In Europe, we don't have that stuff. <laughs> so I'm like, I didn't, I have never heard about this brand before. And I have, you know, of course, like I would say 80% of my clients are from the States. It depends on kind of the, the season. Um, but it's hard for me to usually recommend a brand, especially if I, you know, I've tried so many different things and I have my favorites in Europe. But at the same time, um, gummies is not a thing that we have. Really? Yeah, I mean, they a, also they have like liquid multivitamin ser serum syrup or whatever that you keep in the fridge and then you just take a spoonful of it a day and that'll help boost your immunity and they have all sorts of products. I just, you know, it, it adds up. I can only get the, the basics and even the B12 ones I take maybe like two to three times a week. I don't take it every you day. You should not take it every day. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I also take my B12 twice a week. Yeah. It, it, but it's usually I think if it's a good if it's a good supplement, you're not supposed to take it more than, you know, twice a week. Anyways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I think I think there's no need real need to overdo it. But, you know, at the end of the day, guys, veganism is not hard. What, what the animals are going through is hard. And there's a quote that I saw the other day and it said veganism is, is only hard for selfish people. And there's just no need to do these things to animals anymore. And if you know what, if you have to just do a little research and learn how to cook for yourself. Yeah. Or hire it. someone, you know, and like, again, I didn't have these resources today. There's so many resources out there. Ask someone. There's, there's so many people that will help you for free you know <laughs> there's so many vegan communities go to a vegan potluck like go to vegan meetups and if you live in a smaller city and you don't have access go onto instagram i literally wrote to you mm -hmm. like and that's how i make my vegan friends like i just find people online i'm like i'm gonna message this person and we become friends and mm -hmm. i have people from all around the world that are vegan you mm -hmm. know and i love it because no matter where i go I always have vegan friends. Well, when you have that core basis of that, those same morals, those same values, it's very easy to just become friends. You, we get each other on a level that, yeah. quite honestly, I don't even relate to my close friends and family on if, if they're not vegan. 
it's really difficult. I was telling you before we started the podcast, I'm like, you know, I try to also lead by example and show people like, you know, this is what veganism is. It makes you feel better. You look better. Your skin is clearer. Like I'm in shape. And I go to like my high school reunions and I meet up with some of my high school friends and I'm like, what happened to you? Yep. Yep. I, we were just talking about that. I feel the same way. I feel the same way. Like I have people who reach out to me that I've known like 10 years ago. They're like, you look great. And I look at them. I'm like, oh my God, what happened? What happened? And it's really like, you know, what you put into your body shows. And of course we have the nutritional stuff, but it's also the energy that you put into you, into your body. Like I didn't rec- realize that you put death, you put fear, you put all of that stuff. Like if you believe in energies, which I do, like for me, I'm super receptive of energy. That's like why New York? I'm a little bit like, do I like it? Don't I like it? It's very busy. It's a lot for me personally. Um, I'm super receptive of that. And so when I when I thought about like the animals and and you know everything that they're going through, you're putting it into your body. Mm-hmm. It will affect you. There's no other way. Oh, energy, and it is a very prominent thing. You you sense it from the moment you walk into a place. You know, even even people that are not, that are I'm not with right now, I could be thinking of a person, and then they text me. Yep. Yep. It's so <laughs> weird. I'm like, oh my god, I was just thinking of you, and they're like telepathy like it's the energy (laughs) I'm very very in tune with that and I've gotten more you know into the spirituality side of things since going vegan I mean we met through Instagram and she was just like I'm coming over to your house like she doesn't know I could be a psycho murderer yeah I could be a serial killer like come to my apartment and see what happens but you sense my energy I guess yeah yeah you know enough I feel like I've been stalking you for a while so like I also make sure that the people I reach out to I want to actually talk talk to you yeah. know like it's really important to me and of course if you wouldn't have connected with my stuff you probably wouldn't have you know answered me in the first place um which I don't think you do but like obviously it's it's, it's a real thing it's a real thing energy is a real thing and to me it's super sacred because either way it nourishes you it you know it feeds you you feed off of it as well and you feel like you like you're an amazing person to be around because you have an amazing aura and amazing energy and that's why people probably love you and they want to be around you and that doesn't come from nothing like it comes from knowing what you feed yourself if it's mentally if it's physically if the 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 environment that you're in all of it is really a thing and to me I always have a hard time I don't know if I'm getting completely off you know I love this track here (laughs) but people who tell me they're spiritual and they're not vegan oh god Girl, I don't know why I even started to talk about this, but I have a I have a problem with don't that. Don't even get me started. <laughs> if you're a yoga teacher and you're not vegan, a meditator, a freaking guru type of person and you're not vegan, I don't get it. I have problems with you. Yeah, same. That's like a And I never I never said this out loud. I never said it out loud because I didn't want to be judged, but at this point I'm like I don't even care. I have a problem. Yeah. They take it to another level and they're like I see the animal. I appreciate the animal. I eat their organs and their body parts because I love and respect them. I'm like, is that what you do to people that you love and respect? Like, what is wrong with you? Did that animal say, yeah, eat me? Yeah, it's speciesism, right? It's like people yeah. don't don't understand. It's, yeah, they, they still think they're above them, that animals are here for them to be eaten, to be killed, whatever. And I, I have a real problem with that too because I don't understand that, but... 
the truth of the matter is why I'm a vegan health coach is because I try to get people from the other angle and I was saying this to you as well. I went vegan for the animals, but if I would have been vegan for my, for my health, I would make exceptions. I would be like, okay, Monday to Friday, you know, I'm plant-based, I'm eating all of the animal great stuff. <laughs> and then on the weekend, I'm going to have my occasional occasional steak, a cheesecake. And actually, I this happened to me. I met this woman. I was so confused, girl. I was like, this was a like a business event kind of thing. And I was the only vegan there. So they prepared something, you know, different for me. And this person was sitting next to me. And... She was like, oh, I forgot to say that I'm vegan too. And she got a steak and she was eating that steak. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. But you said you were vegan? Yeah, but I'm not like a real vegan. Like I, I eat vegan, but like if they put a steak in front of me, I'll eat it. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm just texting my boyfriend. I'm like, you don't believe what just happened. Like I cannot believe she just said that because you know my problem is there is these other people sitting there that are not vegan and they think that is okay and then I'm an actual vegan like ethically like stop making fun of me this is if you were making fun of me because I believe in Jesus like that's how hard I take it you know and um and then there's this person who doesn't get the point of it and these people who watch her take it so lightly and then they think oh but vegans make exceptions and then they see another vegan like me and they're like but just make an exception eat that steak it's fine okay let's make one thing really clear and get this out of the way you cannot be vegan some of the time that is like saying some of the time I am against treating women poorly some of the time I am anti-homophobia. Some of the time I'm against racism. Some of the time I don't think we should hurt animals and eat them. You can't be one some of the time anti-oppression. It's all or nothing. It's either you see animals as individuals with the desire to live and you want to avoid harming them or you don't. Period. Yeah, and it makes me it makes me so sad because in that moment I was like, should I cry? Should I be mad? Should I say something to her? But then I was like, oh, you know what? Whatever. Like some people are just not there yet mentally, and I hope you know she's gonna she's gonna get it maybe. But maybe I should have like thinking back. Maybe I should have spoken out, but I also didn't want to be this crazy vegan at the business table and be like. Yeah, there's a time and a place for it. And it's like finding the right language and the way to articulate it is important. And, you know, I would have said, oh, you know, I'm listen, I'm ethically vegan. Like I don't some of the time eat animals and maybe you're plant based, but like, please don't call yourself vegan. And, you know, my problem is also and this just happened with a friend of mine, too. Why do people think it's okay to make fun of us? Why do people think it's okay to make fun of what we eat? I don't make fun of you because you believe in Allah. I don't believe like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. And they don't understand it's a lifestyle. Like I was have I went to Beyond Sushi. Oh my God, it was so good. I had like the egg kind of, you know, replica kind of thing. And my friend, who's not vegan, and he will never be vegan, because um, I already knew the way that he, you know, approached me and the way that he said things. But anyway, so he was like, I just don't understand why would you make plants look like animal products or processed? Like, I'd rather have the the vegetables instead of the the you know the fake egg or and I'm like I'm oh, not getting the point okay I didn't even get into a discussion with him because- dude do you really think <laughs> that the animal products that you're eating look 
anything <laughs> like they, they used to look before you killed yeah. the animal. Like, does that chicken nugget look anything like an actual chicken? No. Does that steak look anything like a cow? No. And that's part of the problem is people are so disconnected from where their food comes from. So you want to make fun of vegans and you want to talk about how our food looks Diff- looks similar to animal products well it's because we're trying to show people that you can eat just like how you were eating except nobody had to be harmed for it yeah. you know people don't always want to eat just vegetables all day long they want products that taste like the animal related product Agree. you don't have to sacrifice anything so it's so dumb. People will say like, oh, vegans make their food look like, you know, animal products. Well, yeah. an- animal products foods don't look like how they used to look no. either. Exactly. Exactly. And that's like when people tell me, oh, I don't want to eat that processed junk. Huh? Tofu? Are you are you for real? Like you think tofu is processed junk, but your sausage in the morning is not? <laughs> right. <laughs> huh? Okay, whatever. Like, I'm not gonna you know there's there's a time and place as well like some people as I was telling you my partner my boyfriend um he was you know super open and I already was like huh you're a good person because I told him I'm vegan and he was like oh that's interesting tell me more about it I'm like did you really just ask me to tell you more about that like where did you come from because usually people are immediately like okay or I know this vegan or I was vegan once and I couldn't do it all of these (laughs) these things and he was just like okay tell me more about it and so I was like you really want to actually hear about it and you know I would immediately like my favorite story to tell is the dairy industry because people don't make that connection right they think um dairy is different from the meat right um and I told him about all of the stuff that is actually happening and it's it's not a byproduct or it is a byproduct sorry it's not a separate thing right the cows are not like petted and they're like oh here let's give you you know give me some milk but it's like the whole story behind it that is just horrible and he honestly listened to me and he was like I see where you're coming from and then he literally asked me can you show me something like can I can can I see a movie or a film or documentary and I and I sent him earthlings and he watched that whole thing that night. We weren't yet together. Like, we weren't a couple yet. He watched the whole thing that night, which he would, like, pause. He would send me a message. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He would, like, pause every half an hour, send me messages. He's like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. And on that day, he also decided he no longer wants to eat animal products. And I can, I feel like, guaranteed, every person you would put in front of this movie or the minion they would go vegan. Oh, I had my boyfriend watch it as well. I said, for my birthday, I want you to watch this film. It's really important to me. Watch it and at least be educated because a lot of the time people are just so unaware of how the products are made. And I'm like, well, if you're going to eat these foods, you might as well know where it comes from. And Earthlings and also Dominion really go through the step-by-step process. It's not sugar-coated. It's simply just very factual. You do see the animal slaughter process. And honestly, that's what made me vegan was seeing the animal slaughter footage. So I do think it's really important that people... um, watch that stuff and we we are a voice for the animals we are you know really just messengers and I think people shoot us down because we make them look at their own actions and they might feel guilty so instead of actually feeling that guilt and that sadness they project it onto us 
I'm like, it's not me, it's you. Like, I'm simply here just providing you information and facts. And listen, I grew up eating animal products. I get it. I know where you're coming from. Same. I loved chicken nuggets. I loved all of that stuff, you know? Right. And so I'm like, if I can change, anybody can. But I wish I had somebody that told me this information beforehand. And I think for some people, it's a process. It's you're really breaking down these deep so this deep social conditioning that we've all had and, and gone through and all the advertisements that the meat dairy and egg industries put out that oh you need milk to be healthy for strong bones and oh meat gives you um, gives you protein and you need this this and that and now there's google there's resources there's nutritionists and health coaches but also look into you know there is still occasionally here and there there is all of a sudden breaking news actually we do need eggs or actually we do need dairy to have look at who the hell is actually financing that who is behind that because they're pushing an agenda on you they're doing it for a reason they're not doing it because it's actually healthy they know oh shit like milk you know milk consumption is going down people are buying more oat milk people are buying more soy milk we have to do something about it they're pushing it onto you they're telling you you got to eat this stuff I'm not making any money by telling you guys, go plant-based, eat vegan, you're going to feel better, the animals will thank you, it's better for the environment. I don't make a dime from you guys going vegan. Meanwhile, these industries have everything to lose. So when people join your program and start working with you as a women's health coach, what can they expect? What is that process like? Kind of break it down for us. Yeah. So... The thing with me is a lot of people think um, before we get into like everything that I I do is, and I was sharing this with you as well, I'm still surprised that people, vegans, hate on me, which makes me really sad because guys, I'm on your side. (laughs) Like, why are you hating on me? Why are you making what I promote a bad thing? when I was able to help so many people transition to a vegan diet because they were curious and they didn't know how to do it the right way, right? So I also just want to speak to that for a second because it's not fair on me. It's not fair on the animals. It's not fair on the movement that I stand behind and meeting amazing people like you to be here and to speak about this, you know? Um, And so just because I say it's a vegan diet doesn't mean that I'm not an ethical vegan myself. And there's some people that you might need to hit from a different point because some people honestly, probably truly do, don't care about animals. If I speak to my grandma about animals, she's like, I killed kitchen like chickens myself. Like, I don't care. That person, I can show that stuff. She will never, never, you know, be that. But all of a sudden she has high blood pressure. She's diabetic. And then the health stuff comes into place and that's interesting for her. So you got to hit people from all different standpoints. You're the vegan activist who shows people like, hey, this is what's going on. I touch it from a different angle. And both of that is okay because you're getting, you know, your people on board. I'm getting my people on board. And so I just really want to emphasize that, that like it's okay to do it in many different ways. You will find your way of activism, even if it's you just wearing a shirt that says vegan. Like I also have my V, I don't wear it right now, but I have one which says cruelty-free babe, right? So like I have these things that like find your own way of activism. And if it's the health stuff, if it's you doing bodybuilding, whatever the freak it is, 
it doesn't have to be you know um just one way so and you're also helping people sustain a vegan diet so exactly you know, if they go vegan for the animal cruelty aspect of it but they're eating a plant-based diet and not feeling really well on it and then they're like oh my god i don't know if i can do this similar to how you felt many years ago and then they go see you and then they feel so much better and they're like, oh my God, I can actually do this for the rest of my life. I never have to go back to eating animal products because you do see ex-vegans and you see people that are like, oh my God, I feel so much better after I now are eating eggs and fish. And it's like, oh my God, you don't need to be eating those products. Mm, no. And you are no. explaining to people why. Exactly. So, you know, I work with, I would say 70% of the people that come to me are already vegan and are already struggling right and many vegans that come to me either way are overweight right so they're un like you can be unhealthy and vegan right vegan does not mean healthy uh which is fine right i i love my you know occasional donuts and you know i love this stuff because it makes me happy i'm like this is vegan like i'm not hurting you know a chicken by eating this um but I do, I do work with people, I would say primarily who are vegan, who are unhealthy or unhappy in their bodies, uh, who love being a vegan. They do it for the animals. Like I have the most amazing women that I work with who are truly there with the hearts and just love the movement so much and love to stand behind it, but also feel sometimes like they're not the right person to, to show the vegan lifestyle to other people because they're so passionate about they want they they say to me they want to feel good they want to show to show it to their world but I feel like the opposite so sometimes you know they feel like they need that extra extra push or more education and so the work that I do is very much any woman even if you're not overweight but you maybe are not sure how to eat the right way I have this one lady who came to me who is extremely fit but struggles with bloating her entire life, right? And pe doctors would tell her it's IBS and people tell her the vegan diet is not the right thing. And so she also came to me to, you know, to this, do this type of work. So it's really pretty much every woman in their life. If it's, if you're premenopausal, if you're in menopause, if you're, uh, you know, have a cycle, it doesn't really matter. But the work that we do is really looking at your nutrition, making sure we adjust it the right way, looking at like, what are your goals, going into the women's health aspect of the work as well, right? Making sure that you're getting all of the things that you need as a woman, as an individual, because all of the work that we do is very individualized, but it will also go deeper into the trauma. We also go deeper into the emotions, right? So it's a very holistic way that I work with people. And of course, the vegan stuff is what's leading it. Uh, but oftentimes, you know, why women, for example, are unhappy with their bodies or are overweight or have emotional eating or stress eat or all of that is deeper layers of the work that, that we're doing, like trauma and emotions, right? And so that's also where we dive deeper into. And some people also struggle with just being a vegan in their families and, and no one accepts them and no one wants to support it. And so really from many different ways and, and paths of life, people come to me. And so this is pretty much the work that I do. Do you have them get blood tests and then break it down for them? So it depends. It depends on the person. Usually the way that we approach it is I first have a look at your current nutrition, right? I have them track the nutrition for around three to five days. I have a look at like, okay, what is it that you're eating? Where you're at in terms of your body type? Like, what are your goals? Let's, let's break it all down. We create something for them. And in 99.99% of the cases, people already feel better in the first week mm -hmm. because all of a sudden they're actually getting everything that they need. If people do not feel good within the first week or two, uh, we then have tests that we do if it's blood tests, if it's like, you know, uh, digestive 
tests or something like that. But also digestive issues. Yes, we have the fiber, which in, you know, in many, many cases already helps with adjusting nutrition, but also stress, emotions, trauma, all of that also affects your digestion. And also people might have parasites from before going vegan. They wonder why they're all bloated or not getting enough absorption. You would be surprised, you guys, that people actually have parasites in their intestines. And there are certain cleanses that you can do for that. I've never personally done one, but there's so many factors and things that go into this that figuring it out what it is for that one individual and for that one person, what's wrong and how can we make you feel better? Because ultimately we want you to feel good, look good on a plant-based diet and be vegan for the animals for life. That is really the goal here. So As I said in the beginning of the episode, we were going to kind of just give you guys some recipes and and meals that you can have, you know, each day. What is like an ideal way of eating for you? So my clients love the meal plans because all of a sudden they're like, I can eat all of this food and I feel great. And like, this is so yummy. And I love veganism. It's just the best thing when like I have new people that like go vegan. They're like, oh my God, I love all of this so much, you know, and they feel like they don't miss out. I feel like a lot of times people think oh, you're going to find a salad on the menu. That's what what I get from non-vegans is like, I'm sure they're going to have salads. I'm like, I don't want to eat a salad. That's not what I eat. Like I eat salads, but not just like lettuce and tomatoes. Um, So my full day of eating, I always start my day with oatmeal. Oatmeal, I put a little bit of protein powder in it. Um, I mix it up because it pumps the protein, right? So I want to make sure that it sustains me for a longer time. Fresh fruit or frozen fruit, always organic. I advocate for organic food if you can as much as possible for your hormonal health um always organic i add some peanut butter on top or some almond butter some seeds and that is pretty much my breakfast i have this every single morning (laughs) if i don't have this i'm not leaving the house on a good note (laughs) like i have to have my oatmeal every morning it's just the same old same old but of course like you can also have smoothie bowls, right? Or um, tofu scramble, right? There's I even, I have this recipe in my program, which is morning sweet potato. My client Stephanie is obsessed with it. It's a sweet, like, so the way that you do it is you, in a blender, you put a cooked sweet potato with some tofu, peanut butter, and cinnamon. Girl. Oh. Yes. So good. So healthy for you. So good. So filling incredible give that a try if you like the kind and it's like this is perfect for the weather that we have right now it's like getting coldish it's you know you can also do it with pumpkin now it's pumpkin season like you know autumn like you can do it around this time too and it's very like cozy and filling and yummy um and you can add a little bit of like agave nectar or syrup or something to it or maple syrup whatever you like sounds delicious you could even do avocado toasts things like that you know i like to mix it up but sometimes there is just a certain breakfast where you're like i know this works for my body yeah it's full of all the nutrients i need it sustains me for a long period of time eat that you know and people sometimes will be like oh well it could make you gain weight because of all the peanut butter in it how would you respond to that oh my god no you know what makes you gain weight is just eating too much food that's what makes you gain weight it's not necessarily like you need the fat i i am a peanut butter like obsessed person i cannot live without peanut butter peanut butter slot for sure yeah like same i'm like i could eat peanut butter like this and every if you eat too much of anything, you're going to gain weight. If you eat freaking 100 bananas a day, you're going to gain weight, even though banana is healthy. Yes. Um, so it's really the the balance that makes it. 
if you eat, you know, five jars of peanut butter every day, obviously you're going to gain weight, but a spoon or two spoons, like tablespoons of peanut butter is the beautiful ratio where you're going to add the extra protein for satiety. It's going to help you absorb the nutrients, but it's not going to make you gain weight. That's, you know, there is no need to restrict yourself. A lot of people feel restricted when they, when they already go vegan because they have to first navigate. They're like, okay, what am I allowed to eat? If you're already vegan, do not restrict yourself. Just create a balance. And that's what I preach as well. I'm not a health coach that's going to give you the healthiest, craziest, nutritious superfoods ever. That's not sustainable. You want to still be able to enjoy your favorite foods. If it's that vegan chocolate cake that you like, if it's your freaking like Ben and Jerry vegan ice cream that you like, include that in your diet instead of, you know, restricting yourself even more because that's just not going to make you happy in the long run. So Anyways, for lunch, um, I usually like to have something lighter. I don't like to have something heavier. So I tend to have like a big salad bowl with some tofu, chickpeas, beans, lentils, whatever I can find, avocado on top. I love like my tahini dressing, like tahini and lemon. Mix it up, put it over your salad. Amazing. Now, now that it's getting warmer, I really love stir. Colder. Colder, sorry. (laughs) My brain is already like, it's been Friday evening. Um, I like to, um, you know, do stir fries, anything that's a little bit warmer, um, anything that's more filling. Sweet potatoes. Again, I keep talking about sweet potatoes. I just love sweet potatoes. Uh, It's the best thing. It's super filling. It's, it has a sweet flavor to it. Super good for your hormonal health, especially the time before your period, uh, because it's full in B vitamins and complex carbohydrates, which your body is craving during this time, right? Um, Any like baked, um, baked vegetables, right? Oven roasted Uh, vegetables are great and evening same thing I personally because I don't have a lot of time and you probably the same like I work a lot um I love for example my go-to is chickpea pasta or lentil pasta and I mix it with like hummus and tahini and I add some vegetables to it I could have this every day because it doesn't make you bloated no okay no it doesn't because the chickpea pasta is different Uh, it's a little bit more processed than just chickpeas itself Right. So when you have chickpea pasta, it's super high in protein, um, but it's less um, less fiber than if you were to have only chickpeas. I mean, curries, soups, I think it's super easy if you have an air fryer or even just an oven, you just put vegetables chopped up on a plate and on a pan, you put it in the oven or the air fryer, you press go. I put a little bit of oil, but I'm not a huge fan of a lot of oil, a little bit of seasoning, salt, pepper, some dill or whatever parsley, you know, parsley or whatever you want to put on it. And then I make like a grain, like a quinoa or a farro or some type of white rice or, and then you have a meal. And then if you want a protein like tofu, seitan, tempeh is really, really good. These are all amazing foods. Do you work out? Yes, girl. I'm a fitness trainer. (laughs) There you go. That too. (laughs) Yes. That's why people come to me. Obviously they have the meal plan, but they also get the training plan. Right. So I'm a fitness trainer as well. And, but I also work with the cycle, right? So both you have to, you have to eat enough. You have to eat the right food. Actually, vegan the vegan diet gave me more energy. So I'm able to sustain my workouts better. Um, and it's, anti-inflammatory obviously and so also throughout your cycle you're also not meant to work out with the same intensity right there are times in in your cycle where you're supposed to eat more and rest more um and that is totally okay and then some other times where you can work out more and eat less because your body just naturally needs less food right so so what kind of workouts would you recommend for people to try 
I mean, I do mainly strength training, but I'm also a yoga teacher. So strength training is really, really good for your hormonal health, for your metabolism, for your bone density, for everything. Resistance training, strength training, I believe everyone should be doing. And, and it you won't don't bulk need to... me up? No, girl. Okay. No, 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 no. It's, it's a myth because it takes a lot for women to bulk. Like if you look at men, men have to train extremely hard, have to eat so many calories for them to truly gain muscle. It's the same for us women. Like you have to eat a lot. You have to train extremely hard for you to bulk. So it's it's a myth that you will bulk, right? I've done strength training, you know, for years and I'm not bulky, obviously. Not at all. Very <laughs> lean, yeah. Right? I'm lean and because it's has has really helped me with just, just so many aspects of my life. But yoga is great too. I'm a yoga teacher myself and I love yoga. Um, anything really that just is fun for you. If it's Pilates, if it's running, if it's walking is really great, right? It doesn't have to be super complicated. But I do think if you can include two to three strength training sessions a week and then do whatever else you like that is fun. And there's also a documentary on Netflix called Live to 100 Blue Zones. And they talk about how people that live in these blue zones are predominantly plant-based and they're basically exercising all day long without even knowing it. They're gardening, they're walking around. They not they're not even doing excessively crazy workouts and you know, super high intensity. They're just simply moving all the time. So the more you can get up, do yoga, peace of mind. They talk about relationships and family and just having that bond is is really helpful as well. And then I guess the last thing I wanted to touch on before we wrap things up is just like your skincare overall. Like, do you really look into the ingredients in these things? Yes, 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 yes. So again, touching from the hormonal health aspect, obviously everything vegan. So I think that is already, obviously we only use vegan stuff here, but um, I also make sure everything organic um, and as least like as, as little toxins as possible or none. Right. And the thing with organic products as well, you want to make sure they are actual organic products because some products, they might look organic, but they are not. Or some products are new on the market and they're still waiting for the official organic logo, right? So it really depends. You want to look into it. I try to really be as natural as possible. So anything on my skin, I use like oils, like the, you know, the easy body oils that like you can use any type of oil, really uh, organic, all natural. Um, and for my skincare as well, like I barely use makeup, like it's super, super, like a super thin layer mostly it's bb cream to be honest that i put on and like i have a natural powder um because your skin is super absorbent right your like your skin is your biggest organ in your body it absorbs everything so you want to make sure whatever you put on it it's good you know because it can really mess with your hormones too it can really mess with mess with your hormones and those toxins can also accumulate in your body so Try to stay organic. Try to stay, you know, toxin free as much as possible. Usually if it's already organic, it's a very clean product as well. What's your favorite skincare brand that you use to wash your face and moisturizer? It's a German brand. <laughs> okay. So there's the thing and I feel like I still haven't personally found those places in the States. I mean, I'm here now for a longer time, but um, I think Whole Foods has some organic brands, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just really look into really organic as, you know, clean products and the products that I use, the, the cool thing with Germany is that we have like 
dedicated organic stores and you have a huge like it's becoming bigger and bigger now because people are becoming more health conscious you have a huge section of all of these organic products um that name slipped my mind that i'm using oh my god you'll we can put it in the show notes but you know it's like when when you're going through periods where you have a lot of acne you're like oh my god let me just try anything and everything from benzoyl peroxides to sicilic acids to you know even head and shoulders shampoo people put on their face because it's um because of like fungal acne and stuff like that I actually did do that one time and this is before I went vegan because it was it's not cruelty free but it helped (laughs) yeah fungal acne but think about your 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 body is talking to you all the time anything that is on your skin is most likely not anything external but it's coming from the inside your body is giving you clues and signs that something on the inside is not all right so i as i said in the beginning i used to have really bad acne all over my face i can show you a picture you look your skin is perfect yeah it is yeah you know the states like the i'm struggling in the states to be honest this is her struggling oh my god (laughs) it is my struggling i have a little bit of a breakout here which was you know i think food and you know stress and sleep it's like tiny bit barely see anything okay but yeah i mean because i've been so used to having like nothing Mm -hmm. if i see like two three pimples i'm like okay something is off you know i can already tell something is off um but yeah like anything outside yes of course like they might be creams and things that will help for sure if these symptoms keep reoccurring it's something that's going on internally. That was me for three years. I had acne. I tried everything, guys. I tried the naturopaths. I tried the doctors. I tried the worst creams on the market. I tried antibiotics for my everything. And nothing was working. Because it was internally that was going on. And it was a hormonal imbalance too, right? It was first, it was a nutrition. It was the hormonal imbalance, which many, many people struggle with. And so do not underestimate that internally something is redder off than what you're putting usually on your face let thy food be thy medicine and thy medicine be thy food and that is exactly what you're doing and ultimately as i said before we want to be vegan stay vegan we want to bring people in positively by leading by example and you're doing just that so thank you so much for sharing all this incredible information with us this inspires me to definitely try to be more healthy, look at what's in my food when I'm eating. Sometimes I eat out a lot and then things can be off because there's a lot of salt and oil and a lot of other things in there that I don't know. When you're cooking for yourself and chopping your own vegetables and keeping it quite simple, you do feel so much better. More green smoothies, more juices, more multivitamins if you can. So where can people find you and how can they begin working with you? Yeah, so you can find me, I think, on most platforms but actually i'm more of the instagram girl instagram is the best place <laughs> to find me uh which it's uh my tag is i am i am jessica carvad i also have a website but i also have a podcast myself by the way uh which is called the plentiful goddess so from plants plentiful goddess is also how my program is called it's called the plentiful goddess program uh which uh i really love the name i'm actually proud that i have this name <laughs> yes definitely <laughs> guys go listen to that and check that out and why don't you just spell out your instagram just so there's no confusion yeah so it's i wait i am jessica k-a-r-w-a-t 
So that is my Instagram. That's how you. She find says me. the W like a V because she's German. I know. So. <laughs> I know. It no, sounds so it, weird. You say it the right <laughs> way. I mean, that's your name. I just you know. So that's why I wanted you to spell it out. But thank you so much again for coming on. It's always so lovely to connect with other vegans and people that are doing just great work in the space. And guys, you know where to find me. I'm at It's Jamie's Corner. I hope this episode was helpful for you. And please comment below. Let us know your thoughts. And if you have questions, reach out to Jessica. She's got the answers. All right. Bye. Bye.